Hello everyone, welcome back to Why Fashion Matters. I'm Mia, and today we are going to be defining fast fashion, discussing its history, ways to spot a fast fashion brand, and resources to educate yourself on it. So first and foremost, what is fast fashion? Fast fashion can be defined as cheap, trendy clothing that samples ideas from the catwalk or celebrity culture and turns them into garments which are then sold at a rapid speed to meet consumer demand. The idea is essentially to get the newest styles on the market as fast as possible so shoppers can snap them up while they are still at the height of their popularity and then usually discard them after just a few wears. The system of fast fashion forms a key part of the toxic system of overproduction and overconsumption that has made fashion one of the largest polluters in the world. So now the question may be, how did this kind of production even get started? So in order to discuss the history of fast fashion, we have to go back to the 1800s prior to the Industrial Revolution to discuss how clothes used to be made. So before the 1800s, fashion was slow because you had to source your own materials, prepare them, weave them, and then make the clothes by hand. After the Industrial Revolution, however, the sewing machine was created, which allowed clothes to become cheaper, easier, and quicker to produce. This um, saw a rise of dressmaking shops emerging, usually run by women in the middle class, Um, with usually two to three women making these dresses within someone's home, which still kept the um, line of production relatively small. So after a while, this form of producing within someone's home got a little bit tiresome, and so people started uh, creating factories where a lot of women could work in one place. Um, And so there were a lot of sweatshops within big cities um, in the mid-1800s, and um, a lot of young immigrant women would work there. And this, the um, conditions in these sweatshops were usually really poor, very similar to today's. Um, and so in 1911, the first major fi- factory mishap occurred with the Triangle Shirtwaist fire, fire in New York, which killed over 100 workers because there was a fire on the floor and the doors were locked. Um, so that's just a background on the history of kind of how the factory emerged. Um, And then from then on, we see um, production consistently used that way with uh, factories to increase production of more clothes. Um, But in the 1990s, we really saw a shift to low fashion brands because they were cheaper and easier to buy from and you could get them um, really on demand. Um, and then so as we moved into the digital age, the fashion, low fashion brands really grew their inf- influence and the demand for cheap fashion brands increased, meaning the means of production moved overseas for many brands uh, to keep their costs down. So in essence, within the past 30 years, the art of cheap, uh, cheaply and quickly recreating trends we see on the runway while keeping the production costs at a minimum by paying menial wages and producing overseas, has really been perfected by a lot of fast fashion brands. So now that we kind of understand the background of how this form of production kind of got started, um, what exactly do fast fashion brands do and how do you really spot one? (laughs) 
So a lot of the trademarks of fast fashion brands include um, hundreds and hundreds of styles focusing primarily on big trends, um, a very short turnaround time between when a trend is first seen on the runway or in celebrity culture and when it ends up on the shelves of a store. Um, for example, Zara, you'll see a lot of cycling of trends, like if you go into the store a week after you saw a jacket you loved, it'll probably be off the shelves just because they have so much, um, so many styles coming in every single day. Um, a lot of fast fashion brands manufacture offshore with the use of workers on low wages without adequate rights or safety, as well as a very complex supply chain with poor visibility beyond the first tire and of subcontracting. Um, and then another really good indicator of a fast fashion brand would be new garments arriving in the stores every few days, making it really hard to find the item you just wanted um, in store if you don't buy it right away, which is part of how they really um, trick the consumer into thinking that they need to buy something right away, even if you don't need it. Um, and then last and kind of most importantly, fast fashion brands really specialize in cheap, low-quality materials where clothes degrade after just a few wears and then get thrown away, which really feeds into the overproduction, overconsumption, and then um, really polluting landfills with a bunch of, um, you know, clothes that could have be, been worn um, multiple times if they hadn't been such bad quality, um, because a lot of the time your, like, zipper will break on your skirt, and so you only got three wears out of it, um, but what were you expecting because it was, like, a $15 item of clothing, um, so that's a big problem with fast fashion is the fact that you're really not investing in a piece, but having a temporary placeholder for hopping on a trend, um, which is kind of what they specialize on. So now that you know how to spot a fast fashion brand, um, what impact does this type of production really have on the environment? So the fast fashion industry really has drastic effects on the environment that you would never think could happen just based off of buying from a chain store like Zara or H&M. Um, but in fact, the fashion industry is the second largest generator of pollution worldwide, and it's speculated that 10% of newly manufactured clothing each year goes to the landfill, never even getting worn. Um, so that plays into the idea of overproduction that these brands um, really um, thrive off of. Um, and so that has a drastic effect on the environment just in the first place. So the statistics of um, clothing waste are really shocking. Um, in the U.S. alone, more than 15 million tons of textile waste is produced annually, and around 80% of that ends up in a landfill rather than getting recycled, meaning over 10 million tons of clothes get wasted every year. Um, fast fashion re retailers are essentially creating unnecessary waste and unsafe working environments to sell clothes for fast, um, clothes fast and for cheap prices. Um, and the goal to reduce cost and speed up production over time often leads to environmental issues being disregarded. 
Um, so fast fashion's negative effects include the use of cheap and toxic textile dyes, which make the fashion industry the second largest polluter of clean water globally after agriculture. Um, cheap textiles also increase fast fashion's negative impact. Um, so a material that a lot of brands love to use, polyester, is one of the most popular fabrics. Um, but this fabric is derived from fossil fuels, meaning it contributes to global warming, and oftentimes when you wash it, it sheds microfibers that add to the increasing levels of plastic in our oceans. Um, and even seemingly natural fabrics like uh, cotton can be problematic due to the scale of production that fast fashion demands. Um, cotton requires enormous quantities of water and pesticides um, to be produced, especially in developing countries, and this risks... Um, drought and creates huge amounts of stress on water basins and competition for resources between companies and local communities. Fast fashion also means the speed and demand of production um, increases stress on other environmental concerns like land clearing, reduction of biodiversity, and soil quality. Um, even processes like tanning leather impacts the environment, with 300 kilograms of chemicals being added for every 900 kilo kilograms of hides which are tanned. Um, so next time you try to buy leather, even try to think about that. Um, so the speed at which garments are produced also means that more and more clothes are disposed of by consumers, creating huge amounts of textile waste, which we've already discussed um, in the U.S., but in Australia alone, more than 500 million uh, kilograms of unwanted clothing end up in the landfill every year. So this is a global uh, problem. It's not just occurring within the United States. It's a problem everywhere that so much uh, waste of textiles and clothes is happening every year. Um, so now that we've discussed the effects that fast fashion has on the environment, let's discuss the effects that it has on animals and the people who work in the factories. So fast fashion essentially forces garment workers to work in dangerous environments for low wages and without basic human rights. Um, furthermore, the farmers who cultivate cotton for textiles may work with toxic chemicals that have devastating impacts on their physical and mental health, which is really delved into in the documentary The True Cost, which is free online if you would like to watch it and really educate yourself on um, the effects of fast fashion on specifically the people who are working um, to make your clothes. Um, and animals are also deeply impacted by fast fashion because a lot of the toxic dyes are released into waterways after they're used um, in textile production and the microfibers can easily be ingested by ocean life. Um, and when animal products like leather and fur are used, animal welfare is being put at risk. It's even been seen um, that a lot of the times faux fur um, is actually, they're using real animal fur. fur. Um, it was shown one time that cats were being used by one brand. Um, so just something to think about when you buy your next fur coat. Um, and 
there's just a ton of harmful effects of the fashion industry, which are shown by a lot of other resources. Like I said, The True Cost, um, a book that I read once called Why Fashion Matters, um, and something to remember about sus- being sustainable is that it's not measured by one thing, um, nor is it easily quantifiable, and therefore no one is doing it perfectly. But if you can try your hardest to shop ethically and with conscience um, and just do your best to um, remember these things that you've learned today, um, you're doing something. Um, and just being aware and educating yourself is enough a lot of the time. So just be wary when purchasing from brands like H&M, Zara, Fashion Nova, um, really any brand that doesn't have a lot of visibility on their um, supply and how they um, source all of their fabrics and um, just do your research is what I would have to say. Um, so lastly, I just wanted to finish up the episode with things that I personally look for when shopping um, in order to shop the most ethically that I can. So if possible, when I'm shopping, I look for things like dead stock fabrics, um, which basically means fabric left over or unused from production, um, because so many beautiful options already exist. Um, And this reduces the carbon footprint of shipping textiles from overseas, as well as conserving energy and resources that would have been used to develop the fabric. Um, Also, if fabric choices can be limited to natural and organic fibers, um, they are generally a lot less taxing on the environment to produce. Um, So that's also a key thing that I look for. as well as fabrics such as cotton, linen, and hemp, um, which the processes from getting them um, from a farm, from farm to fiber, are a lot less taxing on the environment than things like polyester, which is a synthetic fiber made from plastic. Um, So overall, if you can shop locally, your carbon footprint is drastically reduced because you don't have to... um, find places that are producing overseas um, and have that also factored into the energy used to produce your clothing. And um, local brands also tend to produce in smaller quantities, resulting in a more balanced relationship between supply and demand. So those are just a few of my favorite things to um, look for when shopping. Um, And thank you for joining me today. Today's episode was really just trying to educate you on what fast fashion essentially means because I know that personally I heard that word all the time and never really knew what the term meant. Um, So in today's episode, we learned that fashion matters in this case because many of us are playing into a system of overproduction and contributing to an unjust industry without knowing that we are. Um, So being aware that some of your favorite brands or some of the easiest brands to shop from are really playing into this um, overproduction and clothing waste and contributing so much to global warming every year is a step in the right direction. Um, So thank you so much for your time and I hope to see you next time.